So my dad told me, this is your last team-led worship, Dalton. You got to do it right. So I went to the desk. I pulled out a spiral notebook. I got a paper edition of the Bible instead of using my phone. And I started finding scriptures for this sermon. Now, good morning, first off. As many of you know, this is team-led worship. Now, as many of you don't know, this is my last team-led worship. This is also Jacob's last team-led worship. Now, we're all graduates. We're all going to different places. Jacob's going to Simpson. I'm going to S&T down in Rolla. But, whenever we go off to these places, we're going to have to find a new spiritual home. And that's going to require a couple things. First off, we're going to need guidance. We're going to need, you know, whether it's a parent or a grandparent calling us and saying, Hey, did you make it to church this morning? Because as graduates, it's going to be hard to get up on Sunday morning. You know, and sometimes we're going to be swamped with homework and sometimes we're not going to want to get up. That's especially when we need that phone call saying, hey, you know, even if, it's, even if it is the alarm, just something to get us up and get us going. Now, this also requires us to go out of our comfort zone. A lot of us don't like to do this, right? A lot of us don't like to go out and try new things, go out and meet new people. And that's the hardest part of going to churches. You know, you sit there and you sit there in your pew or your aisle or whatever. You sit there in your seat. And you get done, and then when you're done, everyone wants to talk to you because you're a new face. And sometimes that's just off-putting for people. But that's what we have to do. So we're going to go, and with the grace of God, and with the grace of everyone here, and the love and support of our families, we're going to go and we're going to find a new home. And that's my hope for all these graduates. If you see that in James 1, 5 through 6, I think that should be a slide. Oh, there it is. Oh, that's Philippians. Well, I'll read James 5, or James 1, 5 through 6. There we go. I had it bookmarked, too. I'm on top of things today. If any of you who lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. It's there, you know. It's that wisdom, that guidance that we need to go and have the courage to go find a new home. It's there. All we got to do is ask. It's like, it's like a toolbox at home, right? Whenever you start a project and you have a toolbox, you have all the tools you need for that project in that toolbox. However, sometimes you just have to use your head and find the right tool for the job. So in this way, we've got we've to reach out and we can't be doubtful whenever we do this. We've got to pray to God earnestly and pray to God for wisdom. Now, now we can go to Philippians. Now, I really like Philippians 4, 10-13. We all know Philippians 4, 13, I can do things through God who strengthens me. Um, but if you read, if you've read before it, I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. We're going somewhere where we don't have a lot. You know, we have a dorm room, we have a roommate, but we don't have, you know, the support of our mom and dad to tell us to get our homework done. 
We do it when they ever, whenever they give us a phone call because, you know, a letter came in or something. But, but we don't have the home-cooked meals. Instead, we're going to be living on ramen noodles and calf meals, right? So we're going away from the comforts of home. So we're going from the land of plenty to the land of not-so-plenty. And I hope that as graduates, we can find contentment in this. I hope that we can go to a new church, that we can go and we can connect. We can use the skills and the stuff that we've learned here, like me being able to preach or Jacob being able to lead singing, and we can apply that to another church and we can give them our blessings. Because what we have here is a gift. Not a lot of, not a lot of teens get the opportunity to lead worship, and not a lot of teens get the opportunity to preach. And whenever we go out to youth rallies, we learn how to use these skills and we see them being applied, and it's just so many lessons that we absorb through those times. So I pray that as we go forward, as these teens go to their next church, we're able to go and use those talents and those abilities that we've developed over the years at those places. Um, finally, I'd like to bring up 1 Peter 5, 6-7. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he might lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. As graduates also during college, we're going to feel overwhelmed. There will be times whenever we have classes, where we have workloads, where we just feel like it's too much. Whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, I, I'm really hoping that you can go to God in prayer. Cast all your anxieties onto him. Take, take a minute, calm down, breathe. Pray to God, and He will help you. If you remember back, back in James, it says He's always there for you. He always is there for you. And He's there if you just reach out and pray to Him. He will be there for you. Now, I, I got this book from Jeff. Very, very wise, wise man, right? It's God's Promises for Graduates. Class of 2017. I really, really, really love that book. It's a great reference tool. Whenever I need courage, whenever I need confidence, whenever I'm you know, depressed, whenever I feel down, you can open that book and there's chapters in it that will have encouraging scriptures. And it's an amazing reference tool. And I'm hoping that all the graduates this year are going to be taking that tool to their dorm room. And even if they might not have a full Bible there, at least they have God's promises. Because whenever you're feeling like maybe you need some comfort, whenever you need confidence, whenever you need to make a decision, whenever you need humility, peace, protection, repentance, whenever you need to wait on the Lord, it has verses for you. Whenever you feel like you're drowning in the sea of anxiety, it has an answer for you. And that's why I really hope that everyone brings this along, because it's a very, very good very good, important tool. Now, I plan on having this in my dorm room along with a Bible. And I, I'm really hoping that whenever I do need prayers, whenever I need encouragement, I can open up this tool and I can use it. Now, what I love about this book, though, is that the promises aren't just for the class of 2017, like it says on the titles, you know. They make a new edition every year. This one was for the class of 2017. I promise there's going to be a 2018, too. But what I love about it is that it's not just for the class of 2017. It's for all of God's people. 
And what I love about this book right here, it's a little bit bigger than this one, is that it's not just for all of God's people. It's for the world. God sent His Son for the world. He didn't send it for the class of 2017. He didn't send Jesus down to say, you know, I really like that year. That's a, that's a good year. He wasn't like selecting wines, right? Oh, that's a good year. We're going to save that year. But God doesn't care, you know, what car you drive. He doesn't care where you come from. He doesn't care what background you have. He loves you, and he sent Jesus for you. So, you know, he promises you all these things, and that's why I love this, because it tells you where you can find his promises, right? But what happens in college is so many young people just go and lose their path. They lose their way. Why, why do we do that? Why do we put God on our shelf? I don't feel like that's the right thing to do at all, right? And then whenever we... So we put God on our shelf whenever we leave for college and we come home and we conveniently pick Him up whenever we come home and we go to church on Sundays with the family. Is that right? Because I don't think it is. So I really hope that graduates can not put God on their shelf, that... As I said, even if they just take God's promises, it's a reminder to them that they have a promise to Him as well. That they have a promise to God because God has promised them. So graduates, when you leave for college, don't leave, don't leave God on a shelf. Because He wouldn't do that to you. He wouldn't put you on a shelf and walk away and then come back and say, oh, He's 30 now. No, He would... He constantly watches over you and constantly nurtures you and cares for you. Um, if I can, I would like to say a quick prayer for the graduates. Um, I don't know if all of them are here right now, but I would still like to pray for them and pray that we can find the guidance that we need to go on. So, about me. Dear God, thank you for this day that you've blessed with, Lord. Thank you for the awesome teachers and mentors that you've given me over these past 18 years, God. Thank you for the success that I found in your name, God. Thank you for the friends that I built in your church. Thank you for all these people, God. I pray that we find success, God. I pray that as all these graduates move on, that we find a new home, that we find a new resting place under your wing, Lord. I pray that we can entrench ourselves in your work and find a new church, God. I pray that we find that home away from home. I pray we find a new family, God, that's going to care and nurture us just as the ones here have, Lord. Thank you for all the, the, all the work you've done in my life and the lives of us, team, and thank you for giving us the opportunity to go to those youth rallies and learn your word and learn how to be a light for you, God. Thank you for all that you've done and all that you will do in the lives of these graduates and the lives of these people sitting here in this auditorium. And I pray blessings upon our community and our world, Lord. Jesus' name, amen. So, you know, if you want to become a part of God's family, if you want to embrace these promises that are given to us and receive the promise of eternal life, um, I ask now that you come forward during our invitation. There will be elders located in the front and the back of the auditorium. Um, please stand as we sing.